Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness, where we will be sharing insights into the world of mental health and wellness as we explore traditional medicine and holistic healing options. It's time to have new conversations about mental health. Join Mara James, the founder and CEO of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, as she guides us along this journey. And now, let's talk wellness. Welcome to Let's Talk Wellness. I'm your host, Mara James, and I want to say thank you for joining us for today's conversation. During Let's Talk Wellness, we focus on healing, understanding, growth, and spirituality. This is part of the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a subsidiary of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, a nonprofit who's devoted to supporting mental health awareness and providing resources for children and their families. As the founder of these organizations, I have the great joy of collaborating with an amazing team of people to help bring healing to children and their families around the world. You could find all of our information at elfempowers.org, and you could find this link in the show information. Now, let's talk wellness with today's host, guest, sorry, Gosha Lorenz. Gosha is a spiritual life coach, consciousness facilitator, and energy healer. Welcome, Gosha. Welcome. Hello, Mara. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> oh, it's such an honor to have you today. I have so many amazing questions lined up for you. Um, and one of my favorite is, were you always um, a spiritual person and gifted with your talents? Thank you for this question. And I do have unusual story, very, very different from most people that chose the path that I chose. I did grow up in very metaphysical home in communist Poland, which was very, very, very unusual. And I grew up reading books about natural healing methods, life after life and astrology and all of that. And I thought this was very normal. And I found out later on when I kind of ventured off into the world that I am very weird and different than most people. <laughs> so I didn't have to have some horrible disease or accident that steered me into this direction. I just naturally uh, went this way, which probably was way more comfortable than some people that they experienced that. Absolutely. As opposed to me at 48 years old, having a a very big, scary awakening, um, spiritual awakening and diagnosed with bipolar disorder. So you're definitely blessed. Yes. Wow. Wow. So that's amazing. And um, are there a particular type of clients that you work with? You know, I've had probably people from all walks of life, from any culture, any religion background. I facilitated classes and did sessions literally all over the world in all the continents. Well, not Antarctica and, and, and all these cold places. No, <laughs> I don't go there. But uh, other than that, everywhere. And, you know, people are same everywhere. This is my <laughs> conclusion after all this traveling and all the sessions and classes and facilitations I've done. We all want to be loved. We all want to be happy. We all want to be seen and acknowledged. And we all don't want to be judged and don't want to judge ourselves. It's really very simple. And we're all <laughs> special and unique in our own ways. It's simple to understand, but it's not simple not to judge, right? And just to be loved. 
I love that. Um, so, okay. So as you're a spiritual life coach, consciousness facilitator, and energy healer, and those are all beautiful titles, but can you share with our friends watching and listening what those actually mean and entail? I always look at the underlying energies with anything that people come to me with. It can be some serious disease like cancer, autoimmune diseases, but also just unhappiness, not being able to keep a job or find a love of his or her life, um, problems in the family, like a co-worker. It can be really anything out there. I always look at underlying energy. So this is, I approach everyone practically the same. Okay, where is the root of this? Where is the seed that grew, growth it? grew, <laughs> sorry, grew into the situation. And um, I always find something, whether it's this lifetime or another lifetime, uh, whether it's childhood problems or somebody said something to the person long time ago and they don't even remember it very well. But by un undoing these energies, by releasing these energies, clearing these underlying energies, the healing can occur. Healing is the side effect of clarity, of, of purity of lack of this stuck energies that are could be emotional could be traumatic could be something uh, of, of of any kind but so I always look at the energetic world you know I don't care uh, what is the hmm, what is the, the the label the person was labeled with or what is the diagnosis I just like okay let's see let's see what we can do to change it to change it because everything can be changed everything is energy Wow. So, um, so you're saying when some, can you give us an example, like when someone has cancer and you're relating it back to what you're calling energy, which is an interesting, um, you know, doctors don't talk about the, you know, energy behind cancer. They talk about the cells and all that. So can you share with us a little bit um, how that works? Of course. Um, well, when the body creates something on a physical level, the energetic uh, component and foundation must be pretty big and probably neglected for many, many years. So there are certain emotions that played a role in creating that cancer. And I know I might upset someone that they, they say, you know, I didn't create it. I believe we do create or co-create everything in our life. And even if we were exposed to some toxic substances that created cancer in our life, uh, why were we there with the substances? Why did they show up? What other toxicity were we exposed to in our life that we then created or invited toxic environment to you know, harm us on a physical level. And for me, uh, you know, any disease, any disorder, any pain is body screaming for help, body screaming to pay attention to something that you probably neglected for a long time, but didn't want to see, didn't want to address, didn't want to look at. We have all these dirty little corners that we don't want to look into. And sometimes it's crucial and life-changing and life-saving to really look in those places. And we all have the strength, we all have the courage, we all have the capacity to look at those places and be able to just like say, okay, I'm ready. What is it that I created with this, with this diagnosis and this illness or disease that's haunting me now? So it's really kind of um, being open and having the courage and humbling yourself to say, well, maybe there is some underlying emotions that I haven't dealt with. 
right? Because that's the power of the subconscious mind for me, especially I have found has been so powerful that, you know, it's protected me for 52 out of my 56 years. And then it was like, okay, it's time. She's ready to know what happened, you know, her trauma. But um, yeah, it's amazing. I feel like the universe is pushing us all to like start our healing journey and these diseases that we're developing, either emotional, physical, definitely um, have those underlining ailments. And it's just, it's so interesting in my brain to, to wrap around what you're saying about connecting um, emotions and energy, you know, because are you saying emotions are energy or they create energy? How do you explain that? Well, look at the word emotion, E-motion energy in motion so we all have emotions of course we all experience emotions we're not robots but the healthy emotions should just come and go like a wind come and go you know maybe ruffle your hair and and you experience it you acknowledge it you feel it and you move on but if it's kind of you want to suppress it you don't want to show it and you keep swallowing down your anger and your irritation and you're just resentment at someone you know if you kind of keep stuffing it, stuffing, 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 stuffing. Like if you stuff your, your closet until it bursts, it's going to burst. So it's the same with the body. Yes. And emotions, energies, and they are healthy and we all have to experience them, but acknowledge them. That is just something I'm experiencing, not make a big deal out of it. And if you blow up, you blow up, you know, oh, well, you can apologize maybe later and maybe next time you see it coming and you behave better. <laughs> Wow, wow, wow. And I love um, on Saturday, I was able to get my husband to agree to have a session with you, which of course, I'm always there to quote unquote, hold his hand. So I was there and we were on speakerphone. And, you know, of course, he agreed to it. And then the day came, and he was like, No, 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 I don't need it. And I'm like, okay, and there you called and we're on speaker. And what was so beautiful, um, of course, you know, I'm like, well, Gosha, before we start with Kenny, can we start with me? And I was having this really big pain in my back. And if you can explain um, how you helped me figure out, um, and I'll explain it how I understand it. And of course, you explain it um, how it was, but that uh, somebody like um, consciously or sub unconsciously can create an energetic core to another person and actually it can really hurt them. So somebody was doing that to me. Um, but if you can explain it a little more. Yeah, this is something it's like phenomenon that I discovered some time ago, like years ago, in working with people, because I was looking for all the underlying energies, and then I would see something is still blocking their heart or their solar plexus in the front or in the back. So I always ask questions, I work through asking a lot of questions and reading energy of, of what what comes after the question. So I started seeing and perceiving, I perceive more than I see um, these cords and they look differently. They can look like a, a root is going into your body and it's kind of intertwining with everything. Or it can look like um, almost like umbilical cord, something like growing into you. Or it, uh, it's like a thin little line connecting you to someone. And I started asking more questions. What is it? Where's it coming from? So I asked, is it coming from a person? Oh, yes. Okay. Is it coming from male or female person that um, is your family or non-family? So we can narrow down. And usually at this point, people know, like start blurring out names. And usually it's the first or the second, the worst <laughs> scenario, because they know. And so what I've seen with this uh, courts, they're usually not very positive and they have um, different roles 
So usually they suck your energy or affect your energy flow. Uh, they can be quite controlling, even in family members, which would be like, oh yeah, yeah, my mom has, you know, or my grandma has a, a cord in my heart. So we then examine because sometimes maybe you want to keep it or with the lover or husband or wife. Uh, but like 99 out of 100, they're not very positive because there is, even if it's a loving, there's underlying uh, control energy. So if you have, let's say, grandma mm, connecting to you or some family member in you, do they really believe you can make it in life? Do they really believe you're strong enough to go through life? Do they really believe you are empowered, beautiful, powerful being of love? Or I'm just going to make sure you're going to be fine. And, and oh, no, no, you shouldn't go this way. You should go this way. So, you know, there's usually a control element to it. So sometimes when it's very, very pure and it's mom to a child, um, they want to keep it and it feels really good and really pure. And maybe the child is going through a hard time and they need a little bit of support. But usually they're like, oh, no, I don't need it. Oh, no, I don't want to do it to her because it's <laughs> they realize what it does. And, and it's quite fascinating to feel when we kind of, sometimes you just uproot it, sometimes you can cut it, sometimes you just gently pull it out, sometimes it's like a big pipe going into your solar plexus that sucks or dry, and we have to like kind of just undo this whole thing growing into you. People feel so different immediately, especially if they have many of the scores. Some have like 10, 20 of them, and they're really draining them, and they don't feel like they're strong enough or powerful enough or that they can do anything. So it's a very fascinating subject. <laughs> yeah. And is this something like, obviously, most people don't know that they have a cord attached to them. Um, is there a way for like to teach people how to remove them themselves, or is it really just... Um, working with an energy healer um, like yourself to remove them? Well, my first job is to educate and empower. I really believe we all can do it. We just sometimes don't know about something or we don't know how. We don't have a tool or tools um, that we came across or learned. And all those things are really, really easy. People just don't believe that they can have this magical capacities. It's not magic. It's just energy with no energy. So um, my favorite tool um, to go to when I teach about this is creating a communication with our body. So, you know, some people use pendulums, some people use muscle testing. The easiest muscle testing technique that I found that everyone can learn is stand up, we don't have to stand up, but, but you're standing up and you kind of relax and you ask your body to show you a yes. And your body should sway forward for a yes, forward. Now body show me a no, the body should go backwards. If it's like wobbly and going uh, right and left, there are different things that can uh, show up, but usually it's a very clear yes or very clear no. So I can ask, um, so I, I'm Gosha, my name, Yes, I am clear. Yes, but if I'm not clear, okay, do I have an energy cord for me? Yes, like I do it fast and I know immediately where it is. So sometimes I have to, okay, is it hard or solar plexus to pinpoint it more? But you can just play detective and ask, okay, is it coming out? Is it in my heart? Is it in my throat? Is it in my solar plexus? Is it, is it in my uh, sacrum or genital areas, which very often happens with the excess, <laughs> the excess that we're trying to get away from? Um, 
and and you you ask questions until it's a yes. So let's say you found that you have a a chord in your heart. I also ask, is it in the front or is it in the back? Because often like with the exes or people from our past, they're in the back, like somebody is trying to tie on us, pull us into their space or like sneak their energy onto us. And then, okay, it's in the back in my heart. Okay. You can even ask, do I need to know what it is, who it is? Maybe it's a no, you just and then I, I am kind of more detailed. I ask, you know, do I cut it? Do I pull it? Do I unhook it? Sometimes it's like a hook at the end. Like I see like a fish hook. And it's uh, those are the kind of really controlling mean ones and dark ones often. So then you kind of, you can, okay, is it like a root? Then you imagining you're pulling a root out of the, of the ground, a weed out of the ground. You want to do it slowly so the roots don't break off, right? So it doesn't grow back. So you do it slowly just play with it use your imagination or you can have like a golden big scissors and cut it or you can have a sword golden sword I like using golden energy uh, when I work uh, to cut it so play with it don't take it too seriously you can't make it wrong hurt yourself you can get it wrong in any way so just play with it and see what happens I, I had so many people just trying to do it and and they loved it because they felt instant shift afterwards Wow. Amazing. And now, so can, um, are we allowed to do it for others? Like for example, for our children, if they're under 18 versus like for a spouse, or are we only allowed to do it for ourselves? I do it for my children all the time. And they always have my, they always have their permission because every time I ask, um, they, I have two teenage boys and, uh, I, uh, okay, you have something in you. Can I, can I clear it? They always say yes. They never said no. Or like, oh, my mom, stop that. It's always yes. Just, or like, yes. Oh, can you put uh, your hands on me when I'm being sick? Uh, but I do it, um, uh, because it just makes my life easier. <laughs> I've noticed that after they play video games, let's say, with their friends, often something is attaching to them. So I undo it. And it's usually something in the front. And it works. They immediately feel better, look better. They get happier. They start humming or singing or get, you know, funny. Uh, I see shifts within like a minute or two. So I know, I know it works. I know I've done it since they were little. And I know it works. So, you know, you can do it for others too. Like my rule is if it makes your life easier because you work with someone or live with someone who is just making you miserable because they are choosing quiet, dark energies to play with or to engage with in some way, or they're choosing anger or they're choosing, you know, resentment or some of the slow energies or a lot of judgment, just do it for your sake. And you can ask their higher wisdom always. You can ask and their higher wisdom will always say yes. Um, almost, almost always. Unless it's some big, big lesson they have to go through and they have to get it mm -hmm. themselves. Right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we come back. We're going to discuss how mental health is affected by different energies. And when we see our children acting differently, you know, if you have a some type of guidance. So if everybody can hold on, it'll be right back. In these shifting and changing times, more and more lives are being impacted by mental health. The Extraordinary Lives Foundation, also known as ELF, 
is transforming the way people view and navigate mental health challenges. Their mission is to improve children's mental health and wellness and support families by providing educational tools, resources, and awareness events. ELF encourages families to recognize symptoms, overcome the stigma, and reach out for help. Through prevention, early intervention, and holistic treatment, we believe many of the big problems facing today's youth can be transformed within a generation. Extraordinary Lives Foundation is excited to offer the Hugs for Life Healing Center, growing a worldwide network of approved holistic healers and bridging the gap between traditional and complementary healing options. Visit the Extraordinary Lives Foundation website at www.elfempowers.org to find out more about their resources and events. Together, we can change the conversation around mental health. We hope that you're enjoying today's Let's Talk Wellness podcast. And if you have a topic that you would like us to explore, we would love to hear from you. Simply email us at info at elfempowers.org. That's info at elfempowers.org. And now, back to the show. Welcome back to Let's Talk Wellness. I'm your host, Mara James, and today we're speaking with Gosha, who is a spiritual life coach, consciousness facilitator, and energy healer. Welcome back, Gosha. Thank you. (laughs) So I'm loving this conversation. And we're talking a lot about the energetic cords. And I know in the past, um, we have spoken about a term that I love that you use called hitchhikers. Can you explain to our guests what a hitchhiker is, please? Well, um, this is a very big subject and wealth of information, but this is also my specialty and something I work with every day. So there are people here, wherever you are, with the bodies like us speaking, (laughs) somebody you can touch, you can see, you can relate to. And then there's also a huge, huge, huge presence of uh, invisible bodies so you can call them the deceased people that passed away and they didn't move on but unfortunately there's more of those beings around us than people with the bodies and I know it's probably hard to believe but um, before you get scared there's nothing to be scared about like when you go to the store um, you see people around you do you get scared or freak out. I don't want to be there because other people are there. It's the same. It's just, there's more people without bodies around you, but they are the same. Like if somebody was your nice neighbor with the body, they're going to be your nice neighbor without the body unless they moved on. So um, please don't be scared. Like they really need our support and understanding and being embraced and acknowledged rather than us being scared. Like, would, would you like to be have people be scared of you when you die? Like, I don't want people to be scared of me. I want them to be, hi, you're back without the body, right? Like, I don't want to scare anyone. And I know that most of these people don't want to scare anyone. They just confused, they lost it and know what's going on. They, they didn't get any education about what happens when you die, when they were here, even on the deathbed, probably, or in a hospice. They might have had some religious support but it also might not have prepared them what will happen when you die. And there are different 
things that can happen. Uh, you know, people die on, on drugs, on alcohol, uh, very suddenly uh, during a surgery, under anesthesia, um, and they really very confused after they passed away because nothing seems the same anymore and they don't even know that they died. So it happens, it can happen that they look for another body. They look for another body that is vibrationally compatible to what they were. So whatever, you know, very often is more on a negative side because the ones that were more conscious and more loving and more clear, they move on, they don't stay here. Uh, so from my experience, uh, it's either the people that weren't very conscious, weren't very clear, weren't, weren't very aware, uh, they're the ones that stay here or the ones that still have some unfinished business. So maybe, you know, if your parent dies uh, suddenly or a grandma or grandpa and they didn't finish the business here like the company um, is you know under some stressful situation and they feel still responsible because we take a lot of our human um, qualities with us okay so they they want to make sure they get a um, the will and or the will was written or they didn't get to say goodbye or didn't get to apologize to someone they might want to stay and they don't really have the sense of time so you know 20 years later grandma might be still around trying to say goodbye to you because she loved you so much and you like I'm feeling really strange and really spooky right now. <laughs> so, so what can happen? Hitchhikers, it's more. So I gave you like a big foundation of what can happen. Okay. So as I said, somebody might be looking for a body that resonates similarly. So when you tend to maybe get upset for no reason or have one too many drinks, <laughs> one too many times, you might have a special frequency energy that will be attractive for those entities. Uh, so people with addictions usually will have more entities, especially if they like to lose consciousness or not really feel and numb themselves with substances. They usually have a lot of uh, hitchhikers in them. And it's not uncommon for people that to have two, three, four extras. And I've seen um, 20 and 30 extras. So what's the, um, what's the result of it? Uh, Maybe you normally a very happy person and very easygoing and suddenly you went to a concert or you went somewhere and you came back feeling strange, feeling off, you're kind of irritated, you're heavy, life suddenly is not that great anymore and you kind of feeling really different and you don't know what's going on. You maybe talk to a girlfriend and you're still not feeling better, you uh, watched some comedy, you're still not feeling better, whatever you or went for a walk, you're still not feeling better. Maybe there's someone else in you. Maybe there's two someone else's in you and they're affecting you. So this is a really good um, thing to know. And working with my clients, probably 90% of them have something in them. And they might be people that work on themselves. They really uh, have been on the path for a long time. They just weren't aware of this particular thing. That's why I believe we need to know about those things without a fear, because there's nothing to be scared about, it just is, and to be very pragmatic about it. What can I do about this? You know, does it work for me? No, definitely not. Do I want to change it? Can I change it? Yes. And is that something, again, that people can um, help clear themselves, or do they need a professional? Well, sometimes, you know, I've seen a more, like, darker presence 
that like real possessions, like real, real, real possessions, like you see in movies. I worked uh, a lot with these people. Usually you need help because you really affected too much to make conscious choices or to make clear choices or have even power to say no. Um, usually you can uh, help yourself though. Remember the sway test forward backwards that I showed you um, some minutes ago, you couldn't do the same with entities, with ghost spirits, hitchhikers, however you wanna, or unwanted energies, however you wanna call it. Uh, so you can ask, um, am I the only, so I am Gosha, am I the only one in my body? I am, but what if you go backwards? You're not the only one in your body. You can just ask, okay, is there someone uh, in my body that it's not me? you will go forward. All right. So how many? Is there one extra? No. Is there two extras? Yeah. Okay. So what you can do, imagine you're coming home and there's like two homeless people in your house because you forgot to lock the door maybe or a window or a balcony door. Do you like say, awesome, help yourselves to my food and wine? Or you like, no, no, you are not invited here. You are not welcome. I'm here and you need to leave you can do it kindly but kind of firmly so you can do exactly the same with those beings in you like no thank you very much but no thank you and you can't use my body you can't be in my body you're actually hurting me or you affecting me negatively and I gave you no permission that I remember usually there is a permission on some level but we don't need to talk about it but I'm giving you no permission and if I gave you any permission I revoke this permission and you need to go now so usually they go really fast after being seen and exposed um, so this is the case for like just hitchhiker, random, random, random entities, beings, energies that can come in our body. Sometimes there's someone that doesn't go. If the person doesn't go, you need to maybe investigate a little more. Okay. Is this someone I know? Ooh. All right. Okay. Okay. Is this someone from my family that passed away? Oh, then you look at people you know that passed away from you. You can ask my mom's side or dad's side. Usually you will know the name will pop in your head or you will have an image or memory of a person. And then it's like, oh my gosh, it's grandma. She did die a few months ago. Is she here? And then if you really don't think you can get an information, energetic information, and energetic information is just like a thought popping in your head. It doesn't have to come with a harps and angelic singing <laughs> coming into your head. No, it's just like a thought. It's a knowing, it's a sensation. It's a sensing of something. Okay, is grandma here to say goodbye? Yes, thank you so much. I love you so much. I miss you so much. Thank you so much for coming. And I know we didn't get to see each other before you passed away. You've been wonderful and I have the best memories with you. Or maybe not. Or maybe, you know, I, I'm sorry for what I've done to you. Or I'm sorry for uh, not spending more time with you. Or whatever it is, just try to have closure. It's about closure. Mm. just a goodbye or I'm sorry or I forgive you for what you've done uh, so this is very often a very beautiful process and there is very often a big release and emotional release and when I work with people and something like this happens we both cry because I can feel that release usually on the on the side of the deceased person 
they are so grateful because they don't have to be stuck anymore. They can move on. They can go to the source. They can go back to where they came from and they don't have to be here. So it's really beautiful and it's so uplifting to witness it and experience it as well. I love that. And I'm assuming, you know, with these darker energies or hitchhikers, I'm sure it could have an effect on on one's mental health and wellness. And my daughter um, had a friend and she said um, he had such a darkness taken over in him, like even in his eyes. And he took his life at 20 years old. And I'm convinced. um, Yeah, it just makes me want to cry. I'm convinced that something took over him and they didn't know how to help him. Yes. Oh, so sorry to hear it. It's for me, it's hundred percent. Mental health is very tightly connecting to the energetic world. And every single person I worked with who was depressed or anxious or her was diagnosed with some mental illness had huge presence of a lot of darkness and you know, we don't have to go into how it happened. This is more, you know, deeper subject, but it did, it does happen. And, you know, kids are now like drowned to like some strange music that maybe has some darker undertones. They like to try drugs. They like to be with maybe friends that kind of have this dark side. Uh, They love horror movies. They're full of, there's a whole field of energy around the horror movie that um, contains those energies. I I can feel them. I used to love horror movies when I was young. Now I want them near. can't even look at a poster of it because I can feel what's like lurking in this energy. But uh, it's very easy. And not to mention social media, not to mention being on the phone all the time and electronics that are very easily taken over by those by those energies. So for me, when somebody is depressed and suicidal, it's literally 100% entities um, influence and it can be changed. It can be changed by clearing them. It can be changed by empowering this person to stop judging themselves. Judgment is the biggest and easiest invitation for those dark energies. If you start judging yourself and you feel terrible about yourself, rather than seeing yourself as a gift, as the most beautiful being on the planet, as as a beautiful, beautiful energy, space, consciousness, it's easy to invite them. They love the judgment. And very often they kind of perpetrate that theme And you start judging yourself more and more and more and more and more. And you start hearing, oh, you should die and you shouldn't be here. You're terrible. You're just taking space on the planet. Nobody loves you in a way. Nobody cares about you anyway. When you're hearing those things, like, do you think you're like beautiful beingness and and beautiful spirit would create those words? No, this is an outside influence for sure. And and like you said, your daughter could see his eyes. Like people change, people's eyes change. They become dark or they become kind of, you get this instant reaction. 
and makes you very uncomfortable to be around them, pay attention to the signs. Like your body is in the biggest sensory organ that you have. So when you're feeling strange next to someone, or maybe this has been a lovely person and now you're kind of like crawling out of your skin, please pay attention to it. You know, there's a lot of dark influences right now lurking in the, in the darkness and, and, and coming out of the woodworks to take us over. There's a fight for every beautiful soul on the planet. And we have to be really, really, really aware, not be scared, but be aware and try to stay as clear, as connected as possible. So when somebody's feeling depressed or suicidal and they are on prescribed medication, which I think is great for stabilizing, does it help lessen that voice in the head or does it do anything or do they still need to clear the energy? I think they do have to address that energy. First of all, find like what happened that I invited those energies. Uh, so did they judge myself? Did they compare myself on, on to someone on TikTok or Instagram who looks better, skinnier, sexier, whatever that is, or stronger, more masculine than me? Uh, did I judge myself? Did I feel terrible because of what my friend said or somebody said? Um, because it, it, I'm telling you, it really starts with the judgment and the harsher the judgment, you know, kids are being bullied right now for being different and being bullied for standing up maybe to something or believing in something. And that's also like when you get angry or sad or depressed about that, uh, because of some external circumstance, you might start inviting those energies. So addressing the energies is very, very important and, and naming it what it is. Okay, am I clear? No. Am I the only one in my body? No. Do I have you know something darker trying to control me? Yes. And um, I do come in with like with this heavy duty energies that I, I believe sometimes people do need help outside help. But when I work with, with people, I teach them everything and I explain everything. And we always look for the foundational energy that created this in the first place. And we usually can uh, pinpoint the very moment. It could have been something in your childhood, could have been something traumatic, could it be something more on the abusive side, uh, molestation, that the person starts looking at themselves as something less than, something not valuable, something wrong and or someone wrong and once we address that and clear it or talk about it because it needs to be talked about it's not something you know of course medicine is is great but it will not clear a demonic present it just won't okay right and it's funny i mean the bible talks all about quote-unquote demons and demonic energies so it's not something that's even out there in woo it's something right there in the bible it's it's i I clear demons almost daily with people, like almost daily. Negative thought has demonic energy already. Anything right. negative, because those are created entities as well. So a lot of negativity can create this energetic field that will feel demonic and dark. It doesn't have to be, you know, coming from the devils yeah. <laughs> and be like real demon. It can be just a, a, a very intense, energetic, uh, negative thought. Wow. And so when you, like when you're at the supermarket and you see people, do you see energies around them? 
it's more like a sense. I try not to because I go a little crazy when I tap into everyone. I when I look at someone's in the eyes, I I get like this whole download of who they are, what they are, how they are energetically, and I feel everything in my body. So it's not very pleasant. Although I know that it's just information, so I don't make a big deal out of it. But if I was doing it with everyone, it would be a little bit too intense. But even when I, I get in a text from someone or email and I kind of zoom energetically into the person or the space, uh, I can feel a lot and I get a lot of information. So I train myself not to uh, go too deep unless I have to, I'm being asked uh, about something or like, oh, hey, can you check? I, I'm not sure if I'm getting it right. Then absolutely, I can do it really fast. And I always say, if I can learn it, if I could learn it and train myself, you can too. Like this is, we all born with these muscles. You just, uh, you know, maybe don't have these muscles really strong and, and mastered. Just like when you go to the gym, you don't get a nice beautiful uh, toned abs after one time you have to work a little bit on it so uh it's the same with with energetic awareness and and keeping energetic uh, and energetically clear and using the tools and trusting that you can because people often don't trust you you can do it of course you can do it we were born with those capacities this is not nothing special really it's not <laughs> So what do you do if you're talking to someone, you meet them at a party, you're looking in their eyes and you like feel some darkness, like do you say anything or you just ignore it? Like it, it really depends. I ask very quickly or sometimes I go to the bathroom and ask more questions. Like, can I really say something? Is this person going to be open? Uh, is, can I just clear them quickly? Very often what I've noticed in my presence a lot of entities will, because I look at them kind of energetic, just like, I know you there guys, or like, you know, step back because I can't even talk to this person. They will step back or they just go away. But my experience is I can clear someone all the time because some people have really tendency to like take on those hitchhikers. They really do all the time. They're like different personalities all the time. And I don't know what even happens there, but they like something else all the time. Uh, so I can clear it. I can clear them every day, even if I have to be in their presence every day because we work together, let's say, or we live together. Uh, but if they don't get an education and any information, they won't be able to, it's kind of like, I don't know. I think it's very important for people to take charge and responsibility for their all energetics, for their lives, for their behaviors. So I always see if I can plant the seed, if I can say something, if I can say like, oh, how are you feeling today? Like, are you feeling fine? Or like, are you feeling, oh yeah, I feel tired. I feel weird. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just irritated. I, yeah. So then I know, like, can I ask you a question or would you be open to like exploring it? Usually people are, I don't meet many people that anymore anymore that are not open to to me I don't know it just happens this way and you're helping to heal them and empower them which is such a beautiful thing thank you wow. <laughs> thank, no, thank you. you for the work you do I'm so grateful to uh that we finally uh, got to see each other this lifetime <laughs> reunited um so what is the best way for our listeners and watchers to get in touch with you you can just shoot me an email at info at goshalorenz.com g-o-s-i-a-l-o-r-e-n-z.com that's the easiest way 
Okay. And we'll also list that, um, the, the email address in our show information. And, um, it has been such a pleasure and Gosha and to everybody out there, don't forget that you are amazing. Yes, you are. And you better believe it (laughs) because nobody will believe it for you. You have to believe it yourself. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Let's Talk Wellness. This podcast has been brought to you by the Hugs for Life Healing Center, a division of the Extraordinary Lives Foundation, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. If you would like to listen to more conversations like this, we invite you to subscribe to our mailing list at www.elfempowers.org to be notified when our weekly episodes are published. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to bringing you our next conversation on Let's Talk Wellness.